I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> Sixes are back in business, boys. I act as if a single boy listens. <laughs> Actually, should we tell them? Tell them. So we looked at a little... I love analytics. I don't know. I just kind of love... Huge data girl. <laughs> huge data girl. Yeah. And I looked at some of the analytics of our listenership. This must be wrong, but it said 94% men. That's hilarious. <laughs> There's no way. Okay. Well... well Thank you to our one fan, Nick, again, and the Thank guy you, who Nick. sold us the mic, Foster. Yep. So as you guys know from the last two episodes, our mic broke. And so we actually did reach out to Foster, the lovely young man at Best Buy, who a year ago, over a year ago, sold us this mic. Obviously, he's not freaking there anymore. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, guys, I started a new life in Portland, <laughs> but I'm sure Best Buy could accommodate you however you need. And good luck in your endeavors. I don't know. We treat him as like our personal podcast editor. <laughs> he's like, I kind of didn't sign up for this, yeah. nor support either of you. <laughs> so we were on this sort of party bus to an event, and there are 13 people on this bus. And we knew most of them, but there were a couple people we weren't sure who would be on it. We get to the starting destination, and lo and behold, the two people (laughs) on the bus who we weren't sure of were the two guys we went on a double date with. Hey, guys. Good to see you again, I I guess. I forgot you existed, (laughs) and now you're just coming back. That shit only happens to us, but only. So something else probably no one cares about, but Natalie and I were cracking up at this, wanted to share. Our two living situations at home are a bit a bit different it's almost you could say we're foil characters we are, it's, it's we largely are different characters. and the difference is this natalie is cinderella <laughs> and i am i don't know a queen my mom calls me the queen of sheba the qos if you will and my friends now call me sheba because of it and unfortunately natalie to my right here is cinder i'm gonna give some context just a little color for you guys Caitlin will come home, she will work all day, be brought her food on a hot, warm plate, do no dishes, just sort of just sort of exist. She's kind of a parasitic relationship to the family. She just she just takes. I only take. I, on the other hand, have to sort of work to live. Um, I have to do chores. I have to clean. I I have to cook and do the dishes. And so we have this bit of like when we're about to record, I'm like, sorry, I have to be cinder, but I'll be over at eight. Right. I'll I'll, I'll FaceTime Natalie six times. She'll not answer any of them. She'll say, sorry, was being cinder. <laughs> so that's the clarity you were all really waiting for on right. as to our home lives living at home. I know you were curious. <laughs> One thing we want to talk about with Halloween having passed Christmas coming up, perhaps Friendsgiving in between, there are a lot of events. And with events, with a good amount of people, come Facebook event descriptions. And I have always had such a fondness towards event (laughs) descriptions, specifically a well-written one. I've written one myself. We had one, we threw one large party in college. Um, I was responsible for the Facebook invite. Did I spend two days writing this description? Yes. Was it worth it? Yes. Of course. (laughs) Being able to craft a well-thought-out, relatable description in a Facebook event that gets even the most distant of invitees aroused is one of the hottest qualities, I think, in the world. It is hot. And when a boy can be, I don't even know, literate, 
Um, oh. That is hot in and of itself. Of course. So when it translates into kind of a Facebook invite sarcastic event, event. yeah, it's incredible. So hot. I'm, th- I'm trying to think of little one-liners. I, I went to an event with mostly Caitlin's friends. I actually didn't know anyone. I didn't even know the writer of the event nor the person they're making fun of. But the one-liner is, and the music will be fire because John has been curating his playlist since Juice World died. It's so rich. It's so rich. Just like little one-liners that get the crowd involved, get you hyped to to accept the invite is just, I love that. So Caitlin and I are starting a new segment called... We're testing it out, let's say. We're yeah, testing starting, we're testing. We're going we're gonna to see how this lands. If you guys like it, we'll continue it as a segment, but... The segment is called Unsolicited, unsolicited Advice. Advice. Tune to come at a later date. <laughs> I'm writing a jingle as we speak, um, but yeah, it's essentially advice that no one asked for and almost you don't want in a negative way and exactly. we're forcing it upon you. We're like, so, so we posted a little sort of thirst trappy Instagram post, ask us anything. And we actually surprisingly got a good amount of responses. Okay. So one question we got was going out during quarantine, like where are people going slash what are people doing? This is a good question because... Being a single woman right now, my entire, you know, happiness rides on my social life and I live for my weekends. Of course. So I would say during this time of quarantine, most people, this is kind of a San Francisco specific thing, but parks, huge park huge girls. Huge park girls. Hopefully when the winter comes, we find another thing to do. Like because any sort of safe haven that will it, it takes up so much of my weekend real estate, it's not even funny. Yeah. And so our advice to to going out during quarantine, the same person actually asked another question of just generally making friends in SF when you don't know anyone. I would say just park that Big Mac truck right in Fort Mason, <laughs> sit your ass down and just sort of see see where the wind blows you. Right. And in these colder months to come, you just got to do house parties. I uh, guess. Or you got to, I mean, bring a parka. We'll, we'll right. Get creative. Get creative. So another question we got is, confidence not a funny topic but you guys seem so confident any tips first of all honored um (laughs) thank you (laughs) second of all not everyone loves that no (laughs) well okay let's dive in you didn't specify body confidence or like you know personality confidence not quite sure what you meant but in general i would say confidence comes from let's see faking it of course Caitlin and I like to refer to ourselves as thespians, which if you look it up in a dictionary is a theater geek. And I love to perform. We put on a show and perform for everyone in our life. And we're actually never turned off. We're always on, which gets one exhausting. But two, (laughs) I think we exude confidence (laughs) in every facet of our life. Right. I also find if you just almost raise the the decibel of your voice, you seem a bit more confident. Um, yeah, I'm loud and annoying, but do I seem insecure? No. No. My confidence has actually, you know, it's taken a hit with the vocal nodes and (laughs) not being able to shout at a large group dinner, it it sets me back. And, you know, I thrust my opinions on everyone at every facet of my life and I scream as Caitlin's saying. So when I'm unable to do so, it, you know, it makes me sad. Makes me sad inside. But we like to say we can't be the jesters all the time. Of you know, course. we need a break. Of course. We need so a break. When we, whenever we meet someone who's like funny or like equally as funny as us and just sort of like running a crowd, which rare. No. <laughs> <laughs> but when we meet someone who's funny, we're like, God, yes, thank you for giving me this much needed breath break. of air. <laughs> I, need, I need a goddamn vacation. I need a break. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I can't run the room all the time. <laughs> But in a serious way, if we're talking about just kind of confidence in general, I think the main thing to think about is that no one actually cares about you. 
Yeah. No one's paying attention to you. No one's judging you because everyone else is as insecure as you feel. So if you just be yourself, put it all out on the line, people are going to like you for you. Totally. And I think a tie back to our last episode when Mr. 85 is like, don't edit your photos on Hinge. Don't do that. Like, of course I'm going to throw a heavy filter on it. Am I going to whiten <laughs> my teeth? Yes. I'm going to do that as well. But like, I think I've, I've started stepping away from like editing what my body looks like and right. stuff like that. Cause it's just like, this is who I am. You know, I'm not trying, not trying to trick you. Take it or leave it. Take Ross. it or leave it. <laughs> we got this question. And Which I we're loved, not answering. We're not answering, but I loved the confidence of this of this man. And you know what? I, I read this in a way that he was just kind of wanting to be thought-provoking. <laughs> and it says this. Preferred threesome. Two women or two men? So, now, we're not going to answer that on account of this is a children's show. But... <laughs> I appreciate sort of the thought-provoking, you know, question there. And, and it got us thinking. Like, it let's did. start a roundtable discussion. Yeah. We, we've had a couple off-air discussions following this, but... You know, that, that's that's not for this pod. Okay, this is a great one, and I'm actually really excited to dive in. Best way to get someone to hook up with you for the second time? Let's let's see if our, our answers are the same. Just a one-word verb. Are we thinking the same thing? One, two, three, ghost. ghost. What? <laughs> if you want someone to like you, never speak to them or reach out to them. Ghost them the second after you hook up and leave his house. You ghost them. Yes. They don't exist. You've never heard of them. You need them to think you are traveling the world, change your identity, doing a million other things. Exactly. And then they'll be curious and be like, hey, Caitlin, hey, Natalie. Exactly. Want to hang out again? Also, they have to think you have a roster. Even if you don't, you not reaching out to them shows, okay, I have other options. Of course. They need to seem like your absolute last choice. You wouldn't even... If they were the last glass of water in a desert, you'd honestly pass. <laughs> Going along the theme of the three-way, we got a straight-up just kind of request for a three-way with this man, Natalie, and I, to which we will politely be saying no. No. This question, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> we'll never truly know the answer, but it's this. Asking for one of my friends, obviously, <laughs> but does size matter? Now, I'd like to answer this with you in kind of a a melody harmony type thing and are you expecting me to sing with you and know what it and is and three two one yes <laughs> we are actually we are, on it today we're actually like doing a blood transfusion that's how much we're oh sharing oh my right now. god wow okay we'll leave it at that i guess we got it we got one last question what's a hot halloween costume for a guy i know halloween has passed and sorry for beating it to an absolute dead pulp but we're gonna dive in <laughs> Let me tell you this. What are some hot Halloween costumes for a guy? The list is short, and the answer is none. Because <laughs> it is not hot for a guy to dress up, period. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is, but if a guy gives effort towards a costume, it's it's off-putting. It's kind of like the same ick that you get when a guy wears flip-flops. 100%. Or like when he's um, jumping at a concert. Oh, I don't God. know. It's that same feeling. Like It's okay, like when you, you see a guy out. being hoisted on his other guy friend's shoulders at, yeah. at Outside Lands, and you're like, wait... Exactly. How did you get there? What? So that's it for this week on questions. Um, if you guys like this and we get good feedback, we will continue next week. Please slide in our DMs. <laughs> ask us any questions you'd like, advice you want answered. Um, not saying it'll be good advice, but we'll say something. We'll, we'll, we will <laughs> respond. Yep. Okay. Now we are going to dive into hinge cringe. cringe. Wah, wah. We did not do hinge cringe with Mr. 85, so we have a few to run through with you all. 
I will start by getting this off my chest. I do have a personal hinge cringe. And it's something that I don't think I'll ever recover from. And it's something I will never, I will vow to never do to a man. Oh, God. I was invited to chat. (laughs) (laughs) No. I liked a guy and he invited me to chat. And I was so offended to my core that it just almost, I'll never do it to a guy. I will always say something now. Okay. It's demoralizing. Did you, did you say a comment to him or did you just like a photo? No, I just liked a photo, but okay. I That's guess still, comment would have been worse. It's still demoralizing. <laughs> a comment would have been way worse. You literally say something and they don't even respond to it. God, that's so embarrassing. Such a hypocrite. I, I've never once not in, just invited the guy to chat. Of course. No, it. I mean, feeling it on the reverse, it's sort of just... Right. That's It's a stake in your heart. No, that's hurtful. Yeah, no, that was mean. <laughs> that was mean. Here was a response that just kind of gave me the old ick. It was, I take pride in my massage skills. Now, Ryan, I'm just now scrolling through your profile for the first time. That's really intimate, okay? And I didn't want to know that. I think it's too intimate. I think it's too intimate, personally. I I don't, yeah. It's too much. It also just gives me a read on what your personality is like, which I guess is helpful in the purpose of these prompts. Totally. Thank you for being honest, Ryan. But I totally now know that you're the type of guy who, like, becomes far too sexual, perhaps before even meeting. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. I kind of liked this this DM slide from Zane. <laughs> hey, Natalie, I'm Zane. You seem interesting and also very alluring. Match with me, please. Oh, mm. that's like Bachelorette reference. Claire last night saying, I beg guys to love me. Oh, my God. It's like, Hey, Zane, please don't beg me to match with you. You don't need to say please. It would honestly be hotter if you were a bit more disrespectful. Correct. Okay, here's something that just was so not my type because, like, on my hinge it says I I don't do hard drugs. This is a true statement. Like, it just kind of – it's kind of off-putting to me that when people put, like, yes to the pill emoji, it's sort of like, (laughs) what are you doing on weekends? I don't know. It's not my type. Like, you're 30. You're 30. Like, like, I don't know. One thing I'd like to know about you is your opinion on psychedelics. Oh, okay. (laughs) Justin, I'm not, like (laughs) – one, I don't have an opinion. Never quite been been there, been to that world, that right. realm, that dimension, dare I say. But also, like, that's the one of three prompts that you're super interested in oh, knowing God. about me. Like, I'm super interested in knowing what your personality is like when you're tripping on a drug that makes you not like yourself. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's so gross. So gross. That's gross. Here's one. Dating me is like an endless comedy show, especially when with the boys. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were an episode of Friends. So one, you're calling yourself a, a comedian, which right. is, which is, I don't know, shut up. That's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> Two, oh, so I have to come and watch you perform sort of a skit with your guy friends. Right. That's something I absolutely don't want. It's almost like, don't mention the boys when in a dating app. Of course. You yeah. Know? Like, when you're putting your priority as I'm Ferda, boys, right. that is, it's it just sort of, it's and now, too much. But yet now I'm kind of sitting here <laughs> having a little bit of a self-aware moment that this is actually us. We call ourselves an endless comedy show. Of course, of course. And but, we are jesters. But we, we put our money where our mouth is in terms of we, we, we publish podcast episodes. That's true. I hate people that are like, I'm just like so funny. Like That's I'm just, true. I'm looking for someone to like match my humor. Speaking of, okay, this is stepping outside of Hinge Grange, but speaking of... We actually made a podcast. We, on this godforsaken bus, the aforementioned bus, <laughs> met these girls. 
these girls are really sweet, obviously laughing at Caitlin's and my endless, unceasing jokes. <laughs> and we, of course, have to weave in, oh, by the way, we have a podcast, Do Solid Sixes, give it a listen. These girls, their, their chins hit the floor. They Gaping mouths. They look at us. Oh, oh my God. God. We were going to start a podcast tomorrow. So, of course, like, everyone has their brand. They ask us, oh, my God, what's your podcast about? We're like, oh, we just kind of shoot the shit. Talk about stuff in your early 20s, you know, like. But 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 the specific words used were shoot the shit. And then we asked them, well, what would your guys be on? And they go, oh, you know. We'd probably just shoot the shit. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, copyright? <laughs> if you could just sign this NDA before we move forward at this bus ride, that would be great. So, another hinge cringe here is one that my friend received. Um, this was really mean. <laughs> she allowed me permission to tell this on the podcast, but he matched with her and in his message says, Holy eyebrows, Batman. Uh, are we... Hold on. What did I ever do to you? What did I actually ever do to you? So the purpose of Hinge is, again, not sponsored, designed to be deleted. You're going on this app to find love, to find someone that you click with, you're attracted to, you want to go on a date with. Why would you match with a girl just to put her down? This, that was this, his leading opening message was, holy eyebrows, Batman. It doesn't even make sense. This guy's if going you on get the app this, to fight. Yeah. Please message me and tell me what this means. I don't even get it. She's also, like, gorgeous. Like, this isn't a... Oh, she's gorgeous. Like, completely. And he was disgusting. And anyway. What's your purpose, guy? <laughs> okay, Caitlin, I have a situation for you that I experienced while on this app that I want to get your take on. Is this, is this a deal breaker? Okay. This guy liked me super hot, 6'4", 28, investment banker. Everything about him is good. All the picks, all the answers. Super hot. I scroll down to the final one, and it's a shirtless mirror pick of him in a towel. Oh, gosh. And, okay. I'll flip this to you. What would you do? So, deal breaker. Deal breaker. So, that's a deal breaker. Is that an immediate Um, X? Yeah. Because... So it's, I'm assuming it's he, he's naked. The towels are on the waist. Yes. Correct. Okay. Luckily, the towel is covering. Right. Is covering what needs to be covered, but barely. No. I, I don't know. Maybe give it a chance. Did you match? No, I asked immediately. Okay. I followed my the, gut instinct of this gives me worms. I would do the same. I, I'm quick to X, as you guys know. I do rapid fire, but <laughs> like <laughs> the answers were great. But then you scroll down and he ruined it with a mirror. Like. I almost wanted to just match and message him and be like, you're sabotaging yourself. Completely. But the sad part is he thought he looked hot and good, obviously. And like, he thought that's what people want to see, which is embarrassing. I know. That's super embarrassing. I think you did the right thing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I just have like kind of a funny one-liner of my friend who comes up to me and goes, okay, I'm, this guy's coming over. I'm making my famous date meal. And I'm just like (laughs) super excited. Like he's going to love it. Like this works every time. Her famous date meal is bacon-seared scallops. <laughs> and I said, what's the success rate of this stinky, stinky meal? And she said, well, the last time I made it, the guy ghosted me, but I'm really excited. It, like, tastes really good. I'm like, the reason it's not working is because you're making your house smell like an aquarium. Oh, God. The one, like, stinkiest thing you could possibly make. <laughs> scallops. And then he's probably, like, inundated with the smell, wants to leave, like... It's just hilarious. Oh my god. The, the way she delivered, just like, I'm actually whipping out my secret recipe. <laughs> Success rate, zero. Literally, literally However, zero. However. 
so we're going back to I Got Trick today. I think we might have missed this segment in the past couple episodes. I missed her. All the fans were asking for <laughs> begging, it back. Begging, yeah. So this is a story from my friend. She sent this to me over text, and this really just took me aback. So in high school, she was a senior in high school and was hanging out with a group of friends. Your classic high school hangout out at like a basketball court park at night type thing. <laughs> And she was hanging out with some juniors, um, some younger men. And, you know, the night goes on. It's a typical high school night. She ends up making out with one of the juniors. And this is high school, right? Even a one-year grade difference is like, ooh, younger man. Totally. She goes home. You know, she's talking about it with her friends. They're like, which guy was it? Like, I kind of didn't really see you go off with any guy. She explains who it is. Oh, it was an eighth grader! <gasps> okay! And by I got tricked, I mean I'm a registered pedophile. Right, exactly. Yeah, sex offender. How does and that sound? For legal reasons, this is a joke, and uh, she was not um, over the age of 18. But, yeah. I wonder if this man lied. Man, pardon me. I wonder if this little boy of course. lied or if she just didn't ask. I mean, I see 13-year-olds on TikTok. I'm like, God, that guy's so hot. Look up his age. He's 13 and a half. Like, Again, for legal reasons, this is a joke. Again, this is a joke that I'm like... <laughs> All right, I don't blame you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I have a personal I Got Trick that I experience. A lot of personal stories this yeah, episode. Yeah, wow. Wow, kind of no one asked, but here we go. <laughs> so my friend matched with this guy on Hinge, and they've been talking for a while, and she was with me and our other friend. And so there's three girls, and she's kind of texting him. We're, we're kind of, we went out for drinks. We're a little bit tipsy. And she's like, oh, my God, like, we'll call him Brian. Brian, can you can you bring over some friends? Let's, like, the three of us hang, like, if you bring two friends. Ideally, in a real in a real world, this would be amazing. Like right. two, like three guys, three girls, all hanging out. Like what a night, you know. The girl who matched with this guy has not met him in person. He is a DJ, okay, allegedly as a full time job. And you know, there were there were some questions I had on you know his pictures. They seemed a little far away. There were some glasses, maybe uh, some orange flags, uh, uh, some orange flags, exactly. And so that was her guy, and he was going to bring two friends. So it can only get worse from there. But. <laughs> They show up, and the guy she had matched with, and I'm not kidding, had lip fillers. Okay. <laughs> like, his lips were black and blue bruised from recently from getting lip fillers. Lip fillers. From, <laughs> from fresh lip fillers. So that was entirely spooky. They're standing in the kitchen. We're all sort of paralyzed. His one friend was a 5'5 Guido <laughs> who... Was was I think there for me, uh, but I'm not sure. <laughs> haven't really haven't really finalized that. Five five Guido, and then the other one was, I, I think like on some sort of drug, unable to speak. He couldn't really form okay. words. Overall, you know, couldn't have been a worse matchup. It was a match made in hell. Okay, dare I say? And so I think I got tricked in that moment. Luckily, I I readily called an Uber and told them my stomach hurt and I had to leave. Leaving my two friends stranded with these three guys, but okay. you know, I got tricked for a second there. So you show up to this house to Helen Keller, Polly D, and <laughs> DJ Khaled. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna rapidly do ski this episode on up. Um, as usual, like and subscribe, rate five stars, leave a review if you're a real one. See you next week. <laughs>